right, welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. I want to thank everyone uh, for all the support, especially lately. The podcast is really starting to take off and trend now, and I want to thank all of you. We've had some really powerful people on this podcast, and today is no different. I am excited to welcome Shannon Bird this morning. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I want to give a little background on Shannon real quick. Um, she's an amazing person who's just truly doing a lot of a great in this world. Um, she is a lifestyle blogger. She has yes. a blog called birdalamo.com, correct? Yep, correct. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of times when you say influencer, people don't know the definition. And I came up with one that kind of represents Shannon. And it's the most powerful influencer is the person who practices what they preach. And when you when you see what Shannon's doing, she preaches goodness, wholeness, love, family, commitment, and fun. And you know right off the bat when you when they see the stuff that you're doing, your family is so involved in everything that you do, and it's really it's actually really inspiring. Um, she's she's married to Dallin, and she's a mother to four, and their kids are Hudson, Britton, Holland, and Brooklyn. Yep. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, beautiful family. Um, she has a dedicated online community that follows her. And uh, she's got some big sponsors that uh, uh, help her out with what she's doing. Walmart, Target. She has stroller companies that fo uh, follow her. Hotel chains, Pottery Barn, Barnes & Noble, just to name a few. And the list goes on and on, correct? I know. Every day is different. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. That's the beauty of like a lifestyle. It can just be pretty much anything. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so... I want to just thank you so much for taking the time. You're here bright and early. It's I early know. in the morning. I was like, before my kids wake <laughs> up, before their school activities, yeah. <laughs> I'll so, be there. Um, but I, I really, you know, I reached out to you a while ago because I really love what you do. Um, you. Because I think, you know, on social media, it gets, a, you know, it gets a black eye. There's a lot of bad out there. There but, is. But, but when you look at what you're doing, it's just, it, it, like I said, it's goodness, it's wholeness, you know, it's family, it's commitment, and those kind of things. And that really represents what this podcast is about. Yes. So that's why I reached out to you. Well, I'm glad that you see that. <laughs> I'm, I actually really do try, and I have changed my Instagram appearance. Like, instead of trying to be like, buy this, buy this, I just want people to see, like, a happy lifestyle where I'm using and incorporating products versus just, like, jamming products down people's throats right yeah i really try to like make content with my audience and my family in mind yeah you know? and, it, and it, i think it does come across that way i think you're doing a really good job with that um thank you yeah absolutely so why don't we you know start just give a little background you know kind of where you grew up a little bit about your family okay. and just kind of that so they get yeah. a feel for where um so my family we grew up in sandy utah i was Born in Georgia, but I wasn't there for very long. Okay. My family was there for a lot longer than I was. But as soon as I was born, we came to Sandy, Utah, and my parents are still in the same house that they built oh, okay. when I was little. So I always know how old their house is because it's like how old I am. <laughs> so I grew up there, um, grew up like the base of Snowbird and never skied until I actually got married. Oh, which really? When my husband came and when he met me, he was like, how do you live in this ski chalet and you don't know how to skate Absolutely, <laughs> you know? yeah. coming from Jersey? He had pictures on his wall of actually Snowbird. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was kind of cool. <laughs> um, so I grew up there. I am one of nine children. I am number six. Oh, wow. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm number six. And um, my family's kind of interesting. It's like kind of like two different families. There's my mom had four kids in like four years and okay. then like a pretty big gap, like six, seven year gap. And then the rest of us five are a clump. 
Oh, okay. So we're kind of like, yeah, right two on. different families. So but do it's you fun. still stay in touch with all your siblings? All of them. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. We yeah. are very connected. <laughs> Probably a lot of uh, cousins now and kids. Oh and my gosh, yes, <laughs> tons. And my husband is one of eleven. Okay. So both sides, so many cousins. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and again, I I love what you do because you really promote your family so much, and I think I think uh, that comes across in such a powerful way. Um, let's talk about, you know, let's kind of get into some things. We were even talking off air about a few of the things that, uh, you kind of went through growing up and, you know, if you would be willing to, you know, share with our, our, our listeners on on a few of those things. Yes. Um, okay. So growing up, I was first off, I was a tomboy (laughs) growing up, like until fourth grade. I remember distinctly like my mom having a talk with me, like you cannot take your shirt off anymore because (laughs) the boys I hung out with. The boys I hung out with, like, that was our rule. Like, you had to just have your shirt off. And then... <laughs> and you just and, went along with it. Yeah, yeah. So my mom's like, you need to find yourself some girlfriends. And I just uh-huh. remember that so, like, distinctly. And then so I started making friends with older girls in my neighborhood. And they were, like, seamstresses. And I was always their model. And they made me every single costume under the book. I would really? always just stand there. And if I did, if I wiggled, they would poke me with pins. <laughs> they were, like, seventh grade and I was fourth grade. But they were amazing seamstresses. So that's when I always knew I kind of like liked modeling and stuff like that. But I'm like, right. if I stand here, I like they'll get my measurements and they'll make these costumes. And I had like every Power Ranger costume, every like Disney <laughs> right. costume. Nice. So kind of fun. Yeah. Yep. So then I got girlfriends <laughs> and I became girly. Right. And my friends, like they started getting into dance. And like one of the biggest life changing things that happened to me is I was able to like, I don't know, keep up with the Joneses like my whole life. Like I was able to do like the dance classes. I was able to do this. And then one day when I was in dance, um, I got pulled out and my teacher was like, how come you guys aren't paying? Like, how come you guys aren't paying? I'm going to have to kick you out, but you're so good. Like what is going on? And I was like, what do you mean we're not paying? Then I went home and I talked to my mom and she's like, yeah, we can't afford it anymore. Because my dad had lost his job. And I was like that. I just, it was so devastating to me. Like, because yeah, at that time, that's probably your world. That was my world. Yeah. Like, I spent 20 plus hours. Of, like, I just, I was there all the time. That's where I lived. That's where my friends were. I was super, super, like, down. And I just remember, like, asking my parents, like, can we please move? Can we please move? <laughs> and this quote that my dad told me actually probably shaped, like, a lot of me, too. He was like, I just need you to remember, Shannon, like, there's people out, someone out there is having a worse day than you. Yeah. Because, like, I was so, like, self, like, you know, like, I was so self-absorbed. Like, all I want to do is be on the drill team. Mm -hmm. And now you're taking me out of it three, you know, three years before I audition. So, anyways, I decided to get super involved in my middle school's dance company. So, they had, like, a thing called Dance One, Dance Two. Right, yeah. And, anyways... They took they took that from our school like we got our school got a budget cut so they took that out of it so I went to <laughs> the principal and I was like I'll run it I'll wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I'll run it and this is in junior high this is in junior high really I'm like I'll run it so my my other friend and I we were like we'll do it we'll run this like we'll do all the dances we'll do the choreography and then like I designed like the DVD cover and really? I so we just like hired someone to do you know we were just like getting anyone we could think of like to come and do this and. All the girls, the next thing we knew, like all the girls just like got together and we would do it before school. Like all we need is the janitor to open up the auditorium. (laughs) And this is the only time I could dance now. 
So I, okay. so I just was like, after school, it gave me something to do after school. Like I'm going to choreograph some dances okay. and, and put my like heart into this again. Like anyway, so that was very, I got really into it right. and I ended up making the drill team. <laughs> well, what's amazing about that story you just shared is that you know, usually when, uh, you know, something gets cut off, you know, we, we lose an opportunity. We usually just kind of say, well, you know, poor me, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But you did the exact opposite. You're like, well, no, I love this so much. I'm going to figure out how to make this happen. Yep. And, exactly. And for you to do that in junior high, I mean, yep. I was afraid of my own shadow. <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine me going to a principal and saying, here's what we're going to do. I want to do it kind of thing. So yep. You seem like you were a pretty confident girl at that time. Yeah, I like love talking. Like I was like the <laughs> SBO and I love talking on the like microphone and I love like I was always super right. involved. And I think it was because of my birth order. I know it sounds like super weird. Like my birth date, actually, my birth date. Because okay. I'm September and I always just felt like I was older than everybody. Yeah, because it's the beginning of the year. Yes. And, and I'm gotcha. like, and when I turned 16, I was like everybody's chauffeur. I literally <laughs> yeah. lived at the top of the hill and I would go and pick up all the girls. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys have to be this on this time. Like, <laughs> I can relate with that. My birthday's in May and I had to have a ride the yes. whole, my whole sophomore <laughs> year until May. So I, I get know. that. <laughs> and my friend's like, let's get a limousine for this dance. I'm like, guys, my mom's suburban. I'm the limousine. Like, <laughs> I just yeah. was always that way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. Where did that Where did that confidence come from? Do you think? Like, you know, where did that? I I honestly I I think I could have been born with it, and because my mom told me I did I was her only kid that came out smiling. She's like, you were very happy, and pe like, uh -huh. people just navigated like towards you. Right. Um. Like so, it could have been just like something like I was born with. Also, too, um, I was very that way with my. With my, even though I'm the middle kid, right? I was like that with my younger brothers and sisters. Oh, okay. So I was like the one of the oldest in that group of family. Gotcha. So okay. I was always just used to like bossing people around. Yeah. And I always had like <laughs> big goals in my head. Really? Always. Even at that age? Always. So you knew in junior high that you wanted to make the drill team? Oh, uh, yeah. I knew already. in sixth grade I wanted to make the drill team. And yeah. Right. And you went to Jordan, correct? Jordan. Yeah. Yep. That's right. So I always just knew. I, and, I watched Legally Blonde and I was like, I really <laughs> want to be a successful woman. I, woman, I, I really want to be like uh -huh. smart and I want to go to college and I want to do these things. And no one in my family had, no, no girls had ever done that. None of my, like no one had ever moved out of the house, right. done anything like that. They just, they got married and that's what they did. But I also came too because I didn't like, um, I didn't go through puberty very late. I was very, very, very late Okay. going through it. And, um, and my mom would like pour her soul out to me. Be like, I need, like, you know, like my number one joy in my life is being a mother, right. you know, and that's all I want for you. And I, I would tell her, I'm like, well, I want to be a career woman, so I don't care, <laughs> you know? And she would right. take me and I'd get accused like by teachers from the very young age of having like eating disorders or whatever. Right. But like since second grade, I've heard that word like, Shannon has eating disorders. Shannon has eating disorders. All the way back in se second, second grade. Second. Wow. Because I figured out this system that if I okay. didn't eat lunch, I would get 25 more minutes of recess. So <laughs> I would put my lunch in my backpack or if I got school lunch, I'd just go to the line, dump it and then run outside. Yeah. So I guess a parent notified a teacher like that's what I was doing. Yeah. Like Shannon's not eating lunch. Like she doesn't eat. And then I really was always like I was a twig back then <laughs> but but it was more like i want to i want I more recess I, yeah 
even to this day, like I still value playing over yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, like, I think that comes across in what you're yeah. doing on social media, <laughs> that you just have a good time. Yeah, we just have, a, like, that's yeah. all I wanted to do. And so from like second grade, I had, I had met with school nurses and I was like, I promise you, I do not have an eating disorder. Like right. I eat when my mom cooks me food or I'll go eat my sack lunch later. Right. I just, I want to go play. Yeah. And so second grade, I was getting accused of that. Um, was it, was it the, the the teachers and stuff that were accusing you or just kids in general? No, kids the, didn't know. Teachers. Okay. teachers. Teachers were calling my mom and oh, okay. calling the school nurse, talking, like talking. And it even okay. continued on into middle school when um I still wasn't menstruating. <laughs> like, and I was in ninth grade and I was like 15 plus. Okay. You know, so they got really on it. And my mom was taking me to doctors and counselors and they close the door. Are you eating? You know, that kind of stuff. And then they take my blood right, to test my hormones. And they're like, no, she's fine. Like, it's just her body, her body fat is like two to 4%, you know, but that also came to at that critical time in ninth grade, like when I really did restrict myself from eating because I looked at myself as like when my, when my um, father did lose his job, you mm-hmm. know, and we were like, right. we had to get, we had to cut dance. And I was like, well, if I cut out, this is just kind of weird thinking but i was like kind of like going back to my recess thing like if i cut out my lunch yeah. if i cut out food maybe i can spend more money or maybe, maybe my parents will have more money so uh, i didn't really wow. eat a lot interesting ever and so i was very 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 thin and right. my hair was getting so stringy because i really wasn't eating a lot yeah i chopped it because it was so like so thin right and um what's it called so i remember that like it was getting like unhealthy levels but then in middle school and then in high school, I got, ha- I, I felt just happier or whatever. And I never suffered with an eating disorder until I went back when I made the jazz. Utah jazz. Oh yeah. We talked about that off the air a little bit. And yeah. Yeah. I, and let's jump up to that just for a minute. We might yeah. go back a little bit. So you, so you ended up being a jazz dancer. You, you made the drill At team. You made the drill team, correct? Yeah. And then you did that for. And then I paid my way all through drill. And, um, which is amazing because drill is expensive. It's very expensive. I was, <laughs> so I was doing like AP classes um, which ended up whatever, like I didn't even have to take the test for AP classes, but I did that. I worked and then I also did drill team. Okay. So I was very busy. Busy. Yeah. Cause my girls, busy. all my girls did drill and oh. I cannot believe. Up at 4.30. Yep. It's crazy. And then after school and yep. they get home late. I'm like, how do they do this? Yeah. And then yeah. I had a job on top of that. And, um, then I would do my, my AP classes. So I was okay. like super like just busy, 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 busy. And people always ask me, like, did you have boyfriends? I'm like, yeah, I met him at EFY. And then I'd send him on a mission so I could just write him. Like, the best kind of boyfriends to have. Yeah, out of my yeah. way so I can get my yeah, stuff done. Yeah, you know? yeah. but I was always, I, my goal always was like, I got to go to BYU because um, my neighbor told me like BYU is the world. Like they're like, that's where you're going to meet someone that's, my number one goal is always like, I want to be a career woman and I want to move out of Utah. Right. I, I just want to move out and I want to, yep. I just want to go somewhere else. So I met my husband in at BYU and he was from New Jersey. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah. But back to the jazz. Yeah. So um, 18 years old, you try out for the jazz. And I'm trying to maintain a scholarship. I had an academic scholarship to BYU. Okay. And so I, with that, you have to do 14 credits. And then I was doing the jazz on top of that. And I just... Jeez was like, I cannot lose my scholarship because this is what's helping. Like, this is what's paying my way through school. I can't lose it. And then as soon as my grades started, like, suffering because I had so many practices in Bountiful, living in Provo. And then I eventually had to just move back to Sandy because I was like, I'm losing money. And, like, anyways. Yeah. I, I was just getting spread so thin. Sure. 
um, they then they added on training like a trainer to come and weigh us, and that really stressed me out because I'm kind of a perfectionist a little bit, okay. um, and I didn't know when to eat. But like, do I eat? I was eating before practice, but I don't want to eat and then get weighed. So right. I did something I've never done before. I like made myself throw up. Like I would eat after school, and okay. then I would throw up before practice. Oh wow! And anyways, that that worked for a couple months, and I wasn't gaining or anything like that. Because you I, wanted to maintain a certain. I wanted to maintain. Right. I don't want to like gain. Right. And it, my numbers on the scale, like they would put our legs on on um like we had to put our leg on a chair and they would measure our thighs oh, really? our necks everything and so anyways i was like oh well, i don't know when to eat because i'm in school all well, day well real quick um sorry so when you were doing this when you started doing it did yeah. you say this is i shouldn't be doing this did you have a feeling i shouldn't be throwing up and doing this no was there ever a feeling that like, this is not a good thing to do no i actually okay. thought it was smart okay i thought i was like beating the system Okay. And then... Just like recess. <laughs> just like recess. I thought I was like, hey, I got my system down. I'm going to do this. But then something happened. started happening. I started... I was at my parents' house. I started sleepwalking to the kitchen and eating. Really? Because I'd be so hungry. Wow. After practicing until 10, mm -hmm. I started sleepwalking. So then I bought and I would go eat. And then I, I'm like, crap, I got to go throw up again. So what happened now? Twice a day. So I would do it at night. Okay. Before practice at 4... And then at night, around like midnight. So I'm like, okay. So I bought a door. I bought a door handle and I locked myself in my room from the opposite. Before I went in my room, I'd lock myself in my room so I wouldn't do it anymore. Really? Yeah. And then um, Did my that mom, stop it from my mom asked me why. I was like, ah, I just, I sleepwalk. That's what I tell her. I, I'm like, I just sleepwalk. But I also just had so much anxiety moving back home. Okay. I just like was so anxious. Yeah. And um, what's it called? Sorry, I get emotional. You're okay. Be emotional. It's okay. Um. Um. Okay. And then one night, like, I forgot to lock my door, and I went in the bathroom, and I threw up. And the next morning, I had a note underneath my door, and it was, like, from my little sister, and she's like... Mm. Shannon, like, I always respected you so much. I had no idea that you did this. Like, she's like, I thought you've always been so cool to me. Like, I had no idea that, like, oh, wow. you were, like, this, like, pretty much, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, and it crushed me because I was like, my, like, yeah. I always, you know, she always told me, like, oh, because you do sports in high school, I now do them. She's like, you always, like, carved the way for me. That's what she always said. She's like, because... You got a scholarship to, like, you know, to, you were going to go to school. Like, I knew for sure I, that's what I wanted to yeah. do, too, you know? And she's like, you always, like, she's like, I never had to, like, fight for anything because you always fought for me. And then, yeah. you know, that's what she always said. She's like, I've always been able to be the quiet one. Whereas you've been, like, I'm doing this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know? Wow. And then, then when she wrote that, it really actually bothered me. And I was like. Oh, I can imagine. I was like, oh, man, I, like. Like I've never been probably more embarrassed in my life. I was like, oh my gosh, and like, who am I? That's what I was kind of thinking. I'm like, who am I? And then um, that same night, I was going to a game in Salt Lake, and I was getting ready, and I had like my jazz stuff on, and my mom was like, Shannon, what's going on? She's like, you're late, and I'm never late, and she's like, you're gonna be late 
and I was like, I can't, I can't go. Like there is a brick wall. Like I cannot mm. go down these stairs. And I'm like, this is not for me. So I called my coach and you have to understand, mm. like, I, like, I feel like I've always fought to be like this dancer, sure. this, yeah. like, I always wanted oh, to yeah. be this person. But I was like, you know, like, this is not what I want anymore. Right. So I called her and I was like, your program is not good for me. It's not working for me. I think I'm too young. I'm too vulnerable. Maybe at a different time I'll come back. And she's like, are you really quitting on me? And I was like, 100%. I was like, really? I need to be done. But after that, I hung up the phone. And I went in my room and I was like, then the questions come. Like, yeah. what am I going to tell people? Yeah. I was what like, do I say? what do I say? I'm like, yeah. it wasn't a good environment for me. Like I couldn't handle the pressure, right. you know, like I was just taking it out on myself. And so anyways, that's when I decided to go back up to Provo. I lost my scholarship Wow. because my grades are so bad. That's why I was like doing it. I was like, Ugh. you know, yeah. um, and that, wow. so it was, so I moved back and it's called, and then I started dating Dallin more seriously. But I also started dating other people as well, just okay. in case he was going to break up with me. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was a nanny. So that, that was okay. fine. I was able to, you know, still do that. And it was actually pretty good because I didn't have to take 14 credits anymore. I could do like 10. But anyways, I, I was fine. Like, I never really threw up again. It was fine. This is exactly what I needed. I just needed to like be at a, one place yeah. and like just focus on this. Like, okay, let that part of me go a little bit. Like, hey, I you've been the dancer like now focus on being the best you and okay. going to school and that's when you stop doing that yeah it was just like that well you know as i'm listening to your story here you you're a very determined kid <laughs> i mean like it's it's like when you, well it's like when you make up your mind you make up your mind yes like like just like i'm i'm done you quit you're you're just like i knew it yeah you know um, and that's actually a good thing to have that determination to be able to go, okay, I'm like, good and bad. It, it can be, be bad too, be for bad. sure. But I, you know, as I'm hearing your story, you're a very dedicated kid. Yes. Like you know? my parents never once had to like question, like, did Shannon do her homework? I never once, like it was already yeah. known. Did you feel a lot of pressure though? Like no. when you were doing, going through all this? No. Oh, oh, um, sorry. I thought my growing up. Oh yeah. Just like, you know, trying to you know, be the best at everything. And that's my own self doing it because my parents could not care. Like they did not care at all. Right. Okay. <laughs> like they were just like, just be happy. Sure. You know, they are, yeah. you know, they were just more like that. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But for me, I was such like, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> like a busy body. And sure. like, this is what I want in my life, you know? And I think I used, you know, sometimes like, I don't want, well, I was kind of afraid, like, I don't want my kids to ever have to go through what I went through, like a switch in the job, whatever. And then, right. which is totally, it's life. And I, and I think that's what's also driven me as well. Like if something happened to my husband, I want to be able to have a job as well, because technically, like, I don't really even have to work, right. you know, like right. I yeah. don't. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a good like, thing. <laughs> yeah. No. So it's like I'm I married very comfortably. Sure. And so why did I even start a job? Like why did I why like when I'm going to marry my husband? Like I got married my junior year. I still had two more years ahead of me. Right. You know. Sometimes it would creep in my head like you can just be done. But once I get something in my head, like I yeah. have to finish it. And then when I I had no idea I would ever work a day in my life. I had no idea I would, but <laughs> when I started my blog and people started like 
asking me how much I charge for a Halloween costume and if my son wore this, how much would I charge? And I was like, people will pay me You're to like, post? What? Yeah, really. This is so weird. And then I just <laughs> made a career of it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of where I've been. I'm kind of all over the place in this well, podcast. That's okay. I'm so sorry. No, no, you're not. This is this is <laughs> this is wonderful and I really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing what you're sharing. You did mention uh off air when you talk you moved to California and oh, there yes. was uh you want to talk about that where you had a missionary that was do you want to talk about that part? Um sure. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, Dallin was not the first guy that had proposed to me. (laughs) I had a missionary. Well, before I even talk about this, I also told you before I was dragging my feet with this podcast because I have never, ever done a podcast before or nor do I speak in public. Yeah, which again, I told you how surprised I was to hear that. Yeah. And I think your your followers and my listeners will be surprised too yeah. because you just come across as this confident, I, I'll do anything kind of thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> except when I get like talk personally and then I sure. seriously just like shut a door and I'm like, yeah. goodbye. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I just like, I just build a wall of that and I won't yeah. even like bear my testimony at church. I won't right. even talk at church. Like when we move places or when mm-hmm. they ask for me to, to speak, to speak or whatever and i yeah. just say thanks but no thanks <laughs> it used to be no but my husband's like birds don't say no we do and i'm like okay well this bird says thanks but no thanks <laughs> so don't ever ask me again oh, so awesome. they recently asked me maybe like six months ago if i will talk and my husband did it for me that's really? how bad it is wow <laughs> yeah and it was it's never surprising. that way the so only surprising. reason yeah the only reason i ever even want to be like a student body officer growing up and that why i did it because i wanted to talk on the microphone I always wanted to be Kelly Ripa talking on a microphone, (laughs) but it's something like, yeah. And then I spoke for my high school graduation and that was pretty much the end of it. Okay. And that when I had to like, when I looked down on everybody after I had like done something, (laughs) my checklist I told you about. Yeah. Yep. After I, (laughs) and then I had to face everyone in the eyes and look at them and I'm like, I'm never doing this again. And then I hid away from it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well then, so how did you end up meeting uh, Dallin? So I met him at a pool party. I was moving. I no no hold on. I was eighteen. <laughs> okay, so sorry. I had to like <laughs> right. blank that out. Okay, so I was down with my freshman year, and I was moving back because I had just made the Utah Jazz, and I was gonna go move back with my parents. Okay. And um, so yeah, like right in that era like may so i was moving back up to sandy and he's like and i don't know if like how he thought about that he's like i, I kind of thought he wanted me to just to stay up in provo right because that's where he lived yeah but i was like i gotta go try this out over here but honestly not a good fit and i think i just always needed to know that because what if i was like 30 right and i and i still want to try out for the jazz yeah i'm glad i got that out of the way <laughs> you <laughs> right. know yeah yeah you know i'm like i'm, just, I'm glad I, I now know but that's when i kind of yeah. left and went up there okay and we were kind of dating long distance and other people. And then when I came back is when we got more serious. Oh, gotcha. When I when I decided to quit. And it, yeah. Okay. And I didn't really, I didn't feel too confident about myself dating him at that time because I had that like dark secret. Like, okay, I do throw up and yeah. I don't want to bring that into like a relationship. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. So, you know, 
so he's from New Jersey, mm-hmm. correct? Is that yep. right? And and you met him at a pool party, pool party. and uh, and then a dance party is when we actually exchange numbers in the same night. <laughs> but at the time, though, you you mentioned you were dating other people as yeah. well, and you know, and then eventually got serious, obviously. Yep. And, yeah, and let's talk about um, now that you're married, you have four beautiful kids, yes. and let's talk about let's transition a little bit to you know, you, you know, your, your business and what you're doing and, and, yeah. and why it's been so successful and why, I mean, I think you told me you get like a million views a week or something. Or it's, more. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And then you even talked about how you, you're so popular that there's actually a bunch of hate websites on you. I mean, I was shocked when you told me that, you know, I'm like, it's unbelievable. But I, but I guess when you're that big, you're going to have people who for whatever reason, don't like what you're doing. Exactly. You know? So, so I, let's talk a little bit about that yeah. transition. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, So why is my blog big? I have no idea other than I think sometimes I was trying to be a fashion, but I, a fashion blogger, but I always had a voice too behind. Yeah. I feel like I always had a voice behind my clothes. Like I felt sometimes I was more than just clothes. Okay. So I didn't have a lot of friends in the fa- fashion industry because they're like they took their fashion so seriously and i honestly really didn't <laughs> and they thought right. they were trying to be competitive with me uh, okay some of like the top fashion girls would call me and be like why did you switch to wordpress and i'm like because my web developer did that right <laughs> like i don't like yeah. you used to be my hairdresser we're not friends anymore like you know what i mean like different bloggers would call me and i'm like this is so weird how competitive it uh, gets wow. it's very competitive sure right and anyways um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. So then I, I felt like I always was more than just a fashion blogger. Right. But that's where I kind of was first making my money was through fashion, like telling people you need a, you know, you need to buy my clothes. Like, look, look at my clothes, look at my clothes. Yeah. And I started having all these kids and I was pregnant a lot and I was not really loving sh- like buy my maternity clothes right, and yeah. who, how many people are buying maternity clothes all the time. Yeah. And I wanted to talk more about like different things, like activities we were doing. And that's when I'm like, I am not a fashion blogger. I love fashion. I am a lifestyle blogger and I want people to look at my lifestyle, not just what I'm wearing because that's right. when people started like, she thinks she's a fashion blogger, but she has terrible style. I'm like, I'm actually a mom of four or three or two. Right. Like, yeah how good can my style really be? I can't wear stilettos every single day. I can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't put my money all just towards clothes. I put, you know, as soon as I have kids, I put, uh, they have savings accounts and like, that's where actually I put a huge chunk of their money. Helping them out. Yeah. That's awesome. Because I want them to have like just security. A good start when they go on their own. Yeah. So I was very adamant. Like when I first started, I was like, I'm going to put this, just sock it away for the kids. And sure. They are in my pictures. They are my employees, technically. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, yeah. so. They're getting paid to yeah. help you out. <laughs> I'm like, but they don't know until they're 18. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if then, if then. Yeah, right. You know? They better not listen to this. Yeah, so. don't yeah. listen to babies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a huge priority for me. Like when I started making money, I was like, I need to start doing that. Right. Yeah. Right on. And then you switched from just doing the fashion to, you know, now you're expanding to you yeah. know, more lifestyle stuff. Exactly. And so, also to... Um, Maybe just because I wasn't like completely secure with myself with the fashion as well. Um, when people would tell me, would write me like, oh, I wish I could afford your clothes. I wish I could do this. Like, Then I started like 
well, you can buy my clothes from me or, you know, if you really want it this bad, like you can buy it for a discounted price from me, Sure. you know? And then I don't know, sometimes I maybe felt like I was making people feel bad when I was opening my packages Uh, and like, oh, look what this company got me. And then maybe they're at home. Like they wish they could only have one of these dresses. Yeah. You know, I I don't know how they were making, I was making other people feel when they were watching my stuff. So I never really want people to feel like they are less than because I have a platform and I get free stuff. So I try not to be like too showy in that area. Gotcha. You know, I try not to be. I do like to show travel though. I really like to show travel because it's so fun. Yeah. Especially with kids. Yeah. Yeah. You just, Um, you just went on a big trip. You just got back from, you did a big trip with your kids to, was it uh, South Dakota? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was just totally spontaneous. That was Yeah, that looked like yep. a lot of fun. Yep. And then every <laughs> fall we do like a tour to Florida where we go around Florida. Okay. And we just do our little tour to Florida very for a cool. couple of weeks. So we're we're getting ready for that. That's we're awesome. Very excited. <laughs> well, um well, you know, again for our listeners, it's birdalamo.com. Go check it out. It's amazing. And uh so let's 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 let our listeners know what does a day look like for you i mean because you seem so busy yeah and I'm you busy. got so I much like going on busy. i know you do yep so let's <laughs> let's talk about what what does a typical day look like in your okay. life <laughs> so a typical day is i try to wake up before my kids okay and i used to exercise it during that time but i'm honestly like my job has really just taken off lately yeah so i have to wake up and like do emails and scout them out and right I do that before they wake up and I like waking up before them because it just makes me feel better. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I do that. And then my kids all wake up and it's chaos for a little bit. I t- then two of them go sure. to school, <laughs> two of them go play. And that's when I'll still be answering emails like we're outside or something. Right. But I like, I'm kind of a control freak and I have had other people <laughs> do stuff for me, yeah. but I just don't like it. Like the way they negotiate. I do have a headhunter. Okay. Who does a lot of my negotiating for me. And she's in Orlando. Okay. Which I just recently found out she passed away on the 23rd. Oh, wow. Sorry to hear that. Super random. I yeah. know. So I, so I have another girl that's doing it now for me. But yeah. she'll go through and she'll now weed out a lot of my, like 90% right. of my emails. Oh, and, that's kind of nice. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then she will negotiate things for me. And then she just takes 15%. Oh, okay. I'm like, that's totally fine. Because she probably, I don't have time to sit there and play hardball. Right. Like, I don't have time for that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah, no, I yeah. hear you. So that's what she does for me. And then I have another girl who regulates my closet. Okay. And she will, people can buy my used clothes. Okay. And so she regulates that and then that's she cool. takes a cut as well. Okay. Yeah. So I, cause I don't have time for that either, yeah. but I do get bombarded. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. So I have that. I do all my own writing. I like that. Yeah. I was going to ask you that because I mean, your writing is really good and it's really powerful. Which is so funny. I yeah. feel like I'm not a very good writer. <laughs> I seriously, I feel like yeah. that's my, that was always my weakest subject. Yeah. And like, honestly, on my really? ACT, the only thing I didn't get weighed for college was, that? was writing. Well, you're probably getting really good just because you I are do doing so a lot much. of writing so, so I'm much. I'm probably getting now. better at yeah. it. Yes, but yeah, no, really I'm, good. <laughs> I know. That's so, so does funny. does Dallin help out too? With yeah, he stuff takes that a lot doing? of my pictures. Okay. So I used to have a lot of the different photographers come here and there, but some of my stuff is tight turnaround. Yeah, you, you know, have it I need it instantly. Instantly, and it needs to be on a vacation. It needs to be so. Oh, okay. Yep. So that's good to have yep. that too. Yep. So he has now. That's his 
second job. <laughs> <laughs> right, following you around, taking pictures. Taking pictures. <laughs> I'm like, here, do this. That's great. But I'll like set up the square. I'm like, this is exact. This is the square I want. Yeah. I'll set everything up. I'm like, just come and click it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So after you, you know, you get the kids play a little bit, tour off to school, you do your emails and stuff, then what? Um, okay. And then packages usually come at noon. Okay. Three and five. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. Noon, three and five. Yeah. Different carriers come at different times. And then you just, you know, you open those things up. What are they? And, yep. You know. And then I'll go in my office. I'll put them all in my office. And then my ki- my little babies are with me too and we'll open them. Yeah, they're fighting in the background. Yeah, they're wrestling. fighting in the background or they're helping me open them. And yeah. we're going through everything and then I just lay everything out. Mm-hmm. And then I put like sticky notes on it. Like, hey, this is October 15th. This is for October 1st. This is for this. Oh, uh, okay. And then I'll do that. It's kind of, If you go into my office, you're like, wow. I mean, there's everything from like chemistry kits to Halloween wow. costumes to... Does that get overwhelming? Like when you see like, okay, I got to make sure I got this all in line? I mean, or? I try. <laughs> I really try to be organized, but in like to anyone who else would go in there... Even like my, my like I I have a cleaning lady come in. I'm like, just don't go in there. Yeah. Just, I stay it, out. Stay out. <laughs> like it's organized in yeah. my mind. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know where it's at. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's kind of fun, but yeah. I love it because it's sure. like that's like the part. Like it's a huge part of me, and I love also that I could do it from home with my kids. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So. And then you do that on through the evening. And then obviously, you know, do, yeah. you, do you shut things off at a certain time? Like, okay, evening time. Oh, no. We're <laughs> no, but I'll say this. In the mornings, this is why I do everything before. I do not have my phone in front of Holland and Hudson because now they right. want my phone. Oh, and I don't yeah. want them to think like my phone's more important than them. Gotcha. You know? Yeah, that's good. I like so that. that's why I do things like my little babies. They have each other to kind of play. So sure. I don't mind sometimes doing it in front of yeah. them. So I will never like Instagram in front of Hudson or Holland, like okay. hardly ever, Great. you know, that's good. So I don't ever do it in front of them. So I don't look at my phone, but I will do like pictures or anything like that um, while they're there. Okay. Yeah. So we usually do pictures around like three or four. Okay. And, but I'll like have everything. I'll set things up from like noon to two right. if I need to. So. And so that's usually when the babies are sleeping too. Gotcha. So do you set your own schedule every day? Are you are you making sure or do you have someone doing that for you? No, I do my own schedule because own schedule. it's so random. Like yeah. in the middle of the day, I'll be like, hey, here's this assignment. Okay. And then like some people will pay a lot more if they want a tight turnaround. Gotcha. So I usually take those ones too. I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, done. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah, on. but it only gets <clears throat> tricky when my husband is out of town. Right. And I have like tight turnarounds. Yeah. Now you're like, okay. Then I just have to like hire photographers or something. Gotcha. But I'm like, I need it like today. Like, okay. Yeah. Right. I need this <laughs> or right Or to now. take it with my camera. Okay. So I have like a lot of neighborhood little girls who help me and stuff okay. as well. That's awesome. I'm like, you guys watch my kids. I'll pay you guys to watch my kids. Yeah. And. Well, again, you know, you can tell, you know, your family's really involved with what you do. That's and, like and my. you love it. Yeah. If, okay. So I've never really been like a jealous person. Uh-huh. But there's only one person in this whole world I really am jealous of. And it's my husband. Right. So if I could like give my kids, if I could give my kids his same exact childhood. Right. Like. Yes. I'll be a peach. Like that sure. is like, that's all I want for them. And I realize he still had that lifestyle and his mom worked as well. Right. So, yeah. so I was like, so I doable. can do both. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So 
anyways that's yeah. awesome so and when he goes back home he becomes a little kid again like 100 <laughs> percent. that's awesome so i'm like i just want that for my kids to only yeah. have good things to say i'm like i only get them for 18 months i mean 18 years yeah. i only get these kids for 18 years and if you want to make it the they, best you can yeah and yeah. if they have good memories in those 18 years and they still want to come home to me and if they just think i'm like i walk on water i did something right right yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely that's all i care about yeah so do you, so with this busy schedule and, and and all that you're doing, do you do you take time just for Shannon? Do you have like your oh okay? Gosh. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shut off for thirty minutes or an hour a day, or do you do something like that? Or I probably I probably really need to. Um, <laughs> that would be if I ever get to go on the treadmill or like like that's what I would choose. Yeah. So a lot of people in my neighborhood always ask me like, what are your hobbies? And I'm like taking pictures of myself. Like what <laughs> what do you say? Yeah. Like taking pictures right. like thinking of like oh yeah i should get these balloons for this picture or you know like different things you know like i have a water bottle campaign like how am i going to make that likable right like what can i how am i going to make a water bottle campaign appealing and how am i going to put like how's that going to fit into my feed gotcha you know like that's what i that's what i do and think about (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah but yeah uh just shannon i would say getting ready is like my thing like sometimes my husband will come and take come home and like he'll give me a half hour at least right and like okay, that's when so i need to get ready yeah. that's when i need to get ready and like set up this picture get this outfit ironed and then yeah set it up and then just come in and click wow yeah yeah you are you are busy but i love it like no, i, I know telling you, you no I, you I, can tell that yeah. you do i'm like that's what i, I really like because if i sometimes i don't know like being busy like takes my mind off of like other things right yeah. Well, you're you're very driven, like I said, <laughs> and uh, I think that's why you're doing so good. You know, I I saw a quote, and I'm gonna kind of butcher it here, but it says, you know, in order to do great things, you gotta love what you do. Yeah, it's true. And you you it comes across you really love what you do, and that's why you're so good at it. Oh, thanks. You know what I mean? Like it just comes across that way. You love what you're doing. That's so nice because I sometimes this is what. I also sometimes get in like the comparison game, like, oh, this person has like a million followers. Right. And then like, oh my gosh, I've been at a hundred thousand for six months. You know, I actually (laughs) recently just stopped caring about growing in those numbers because my audience on the back end is growing so much more. Yeah. So I'm like, even though people aren't choosing to follow me, they are still watching me for right. whatever, or right. they're still coming to my website. For sure. I don't, or they're still coming. And so like the best thing that ever happened with Instagram is getting, um, the back, like the impressions, like this is how many people really like saved your photo. This is how many people uh, I'm like, yeah. that's like 10 times more than how many people commented. For sure. That's yeah. like, this is how many people, you know, yeah. went to your website because of this or whatever. Right. So those analytics have helped me like confidence wise, even too. like, should I even, you know, yeah. like, why aren't I growing? And anyone who made me feel like, ugh, like, I don't know, like, like I was less than or anything, like, I would just, like, unfollow. Right. Anyone that's ever, like, gave me, like, a negative feeling, like, ugh, you know, right. yeah. just, I would just unfollow them. Like, I don't need to see that. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, one more thing here. You We talked about how there, you got a lot of people out there that are actually say mean things about what you're doing and yes sometimes and I, I feel like there's more people who don't like me than do like me Seriously. <laughs> and i and i asked you and i was really shocked by your 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 answer i said does it bother did it bother you and you're like no no it, it doesn't just didn't even bother you and i thought no. wow the only person that the only thing that i think will ever bother me like 
is if like my little sister when she told me that she didn't yeah so it's like people who i actually care about right people who are close to you yes people that who thing. i really actually sure like i don't know this, this person's screen name there's like you know yeah. but if my kid came to me in 10 years and said mom because of your instagram people were bullying me yeah. because of this okay. people you know that would actually you. hurt me but yeah. when people tell me i'm ugly or when people tell me like you know like critique like my appearance or critique like your house isn't that pretty or <laughs> i'm like I, I don't care i just it just I don't fascinates care. me that people take the time to do that kind of oh, stuff I just, could, my phone is I just know. all pretty much all i know that. you were showing me that i get I, way more that than positive but i don't yeah. care yeah. Well, you are doing a lot of positive out there and you, you really truly are making a difference in, in, in a very powerful way. And it just goes to show people get, people are like, you know, uh, you know, like offended by that for some reason, but yes. that just says more about them. They're yeah. more insecure. They're, they got something going on in their lives. Yeah. has nothing really to do with you. Nope. It's it has to do with them. That's so. what I was kind of thinking too. And I was like, anyone. So I used to like think, oh my gosh, if I wear this shirt, twice on my blog people like kind of petty stuff people are going to care but honestly that's more of like an internal right like you can rewear clothes you can <laughs> like right you know like i think people spend too many times looking like down on themselves that's what my dad told me he was like other people are hurting more like how can you help them yeah so that's what made that always made me happier right. is when i was helping somebody else i love that versus focusing like on you on my zit yeah. or <laughs> i'm like because no one no like other yeah. people are going through other things and yeah yeah and the people who are nitpicking like i feel bad for you <laughs> yeah well again it comes from from that insecurity yes. on their part so yeah so i just well, feel bad you you come up you know you know just even sitting here with an you know the last hour with oh. you 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 know you can tell you're a very confident uh woman you love what you do you love your family Yes. And that kind of thing. And, and it's just really, it's really inspiring. Truly. Yeah. My husband always asked me, he's like, if you weren't a blogger, what would you do? I'm like, I'd be a mom. I'd just yeah. still be a mom. Yeah. Like that's like my number one. Yeah. Is to be a mom. That's cool. So. My wife's the same way. She, yeah. she just wanted to be a mom. That was her. Yeah. And we had four kids as well. And it was just, yeah. it's been amazing. And she's loved it. And she's been a great mom. You're a great mom. Oh. And that kind of thing. Um, so let's, I, w I asked you if maybe you could come up with a challenge oh, uh, to challenge. our listeners, okay. um, you know, maybe it has to do with what you're doing or whatever, but yeah. Um, okay. So my challenge, pull, pull that a little closer. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just, my challenge would be to say what you're thinking to, um, I'm oh, sorry. My challenge would be if you have something positive to say about somebody to tell them. Because right. so many people just tell them like the negative. Sure. Whether even if, if it's like even your kid. Right. You know, like maybe stop saying, oh, your hair is too curly. Or, you know, maybe instead compliment them on something else. Right. Like, okay. you know, like. Yeah. So even if it's a kid, if it's someone on social media, maybe just try to, or even yourself, the way you talk to yourself, stop saying. Well, I like that. Yeah, I want everyone to say like at least 20 nice things to yourself or somebody else a day. Maybe not even 20, maybe just like five nice things. Start with five. Right. And I even started saying doing that like even with social media. I'm like, I love when people give me a nice compliment. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. So I need to start doing that to other people. Right. And then that's kind of I felt like how my community has gotten a little bit 
bigger is I compliment. I know that if I compliment Amy, then maybe Amy will write something nice on my Instagram as well. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so I'll have more of a positive, yeah. you know, feeling on my yeah. Instagram instead of people telling me, oh, your kids have two different shoes on today. Oh, <laughs> why does your daughter look like a scraggle muffin? Why don't you care about your kids? Or, you know what I mean? Wow. I'm like, oh yeah. my goodness, I can't police everything. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You know? I love that's a great challenge because I think you're right. Um, people might think really something positive about what you're doing, but then they don't say it. So say it. Yes. Get it out there. And not even just to influencers, right. maybe even your kids. Like, yeah. you know, you might think you feel one way about your kids, but you'll be surprised. Like they just pick up sometimes like on the negative, like mm -hmm. yeah. just the most random things, right. you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if I even if I compliment like one of my kids, maybe more so than the other, mm -hmm. the other one's like, oh, so I'm not smart. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I didn't realize that like, I need to, I need to individually compliment these kids. Right. Like not as a group, like as but individual. individually, yeah, like you got to look for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's know? great. If you could give any advice to young girls that are out there. Yes. Because I'm sure you have a really powerful impact on, especially young girls of what you're doing. What advice would you give them if they're struggling or if they're just, you know. Okay. Um, I'll say this. Okay, something that's always helped me, like, is, let's see, I'm trying to think how to say this. Okay, that's even helped me into adulthood, looking back, because sometimes I would play the comparison game, like, oh, yeah. I wish my mom right. was able to come with me on my dance trips. I wish I didn't have to pay for my dancing. Yeah. I wish that, I, I, I would play those kind of games in my head, like, oh, yeah. it'd be so nice if my mom could take me to New York. Right. Or something like that. Because, you know, like I was in a very affluent area where that, you know, when we went to drill, like it was a stretch for me to even go on to go to Disney World with my team, let alone have my parents with me. Right. You know, and I always felt like I was very alone in that area. Like uh, Shannon's the only girl who doesn't have a mom there she, or whatever. Yeah. And then I found this quote that said, you know, n not even just money. It was like she has nine other kids. Yeah. Right. I want a nine, you one know, like nine. I know. that woman could only do so much. Like, <laughs> and I even feel that with four kids. I'm like, I'm only one mom. Yeah. Like, how do I, you know, but she did a very good job. Like my clothes are always pressed, like, you know, things like that. And I found this quote that kind of made me stop playing like the well was me victim card. Um, it said, um, don't, don't be too hard on your parents. Cause they probably gave you everything that they had. They're doing the best that they can with what they had. So <laughs> I get emotional about parents and stuff, okay, but yeah. <laughs> maybe Holland will look back and say like, mom, why did you dress me so ugly? But she picks out her own clothes and stuff, but I just want her to know, like all my kids to know, like, it's just like the best I have. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to do. Do your best. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So to not be so hard on people. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being vulnerable. Seriously. <laughs> and I never am vulnerable. Just so yes. you know, like I refuse to cry in front of people. <laughs> well, you, you saw even her my, first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> even I, asked my babysitter, like she's yeah. like, you are stone cold. I'm like, I really uh, am. Yeah. I'm well, stone. I, I, and I purposely do it. Like, yeah. I think just like we just experienced so much death and stuff like that. I'm just like a wall. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I appreciate you, you know, you being vulnerable. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's, it's truly, that's, in, that's inspiring as well. And I, and I love the advice and I love the quote. And you are, you really, I think we're all out there doing the best we can with what we have. 
you yeah. know, and I'm, you know, I'm a parent too. And I'm sure my kids probably wish I would have done this or yeah. do this. And I'm like, yeah, I probably could have done a lot better there here or there, but I, I did yeah. my best, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah, I think just, so, yeah, like comparison games it. and just like realizing like people are just trying. So yeah. just to be nicer to like easier yeah. on them. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what I love about you being vulnerable here, Shannon, is I think sometimes when people see you just maybe on, you know, on the computer, you know, and they think <laughs> this woman is just, you know, this powerhouse, which you are. Oh. But I mean, this just makes it more real. You're a real person who has feelings, who has a family that you love, and you're always trying to do your best with these kids. You know, and I think people, I am, um, they miss that sometimes uh, when they're seeing you on the computer. Yeah. But here we are, and, and that's why I'm so grateful that you were willing to do this podcast because I want your followers and, and my listeners to get to know, you know, this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I love it. Thanks. I love it. Thank you so much for yeah. doing that. Um, so if, hopefully it was okay, not too much. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, and boy, I'd love to talk for another hour if we could. Um, if people wanted to reach out to you, you know, just to say something positive or whatever, oh, how yeah. would they do that? What would be the best way for them to do that? Um, I think I try really hard to answer comments on Instagram, just like on my pictures. Okay. I do that. Um, DMs kind of get lost. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Those get backed up. Yeah. And emails. I, I do look at emails a lot. Okay. Or comment on my blog. Yeah, blog. Yeah. And the blog again is what? Birdalamo.com. Yes. Yeah, go there. You can uh, check out what she does, and 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 you'll get to know her family really quick. Because oh my gosh, it's they all are about like the <laughs> baby spam. Here you go. Yeah, I'm really. Yeah. I try not to do too much baby spam, but <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, um, you know, we're gonna post this here soon, and I can't wait to have it out there. And uh, what what a, an amazing story. Thanks. You know, again, what I get out of that is just how determined you were, even as a young kid. This is how I'm going to do it. And I always had a weird system. I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to like have an eating disorder. I'm just trying to get more playtime in. Yeah. And I love that. But here's what's funny that same belief or, or that same behavior kind of followed you a little bit. Oh, yeah. Right. It's still, I'm like, I always like now, I have these like <laughs> strategies down. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For better so, or for worse. like. <laughs> do you have any big things coming up that you'd want to share too? Like, is there something big coming up? Are you doing some expo or are you doing, what's going on? No. um, honestly, Just business just as usual? Business as usual <laughs> and trips. And yeah, that's what I really look forward to. Yeah. My trips. Great. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for everyone to hear this podcast. It was awesome. Thank you. It really was. It was so great. And thank you for coming early. Yeah. Um, so, I prefer that. Like, honestly. I do too. If, if it doesn't cut into my kids' time, I feel so much better about yeah. it. I'm like, I could wake up as early. I'm like, well, what's funny? Real girl. I'm like, yeah. I wake up anytime. <laughs> well, what's funny is I was gonna tell you, hey, can you do six fifteen a.m. originally when I reached oh, out? Oh yeah. But I thought, oh, she's got kids. This is not gonna work. And so I thought, whatever time, let's do noon. Early bird. But now then, early bird. <laughs> early bird. <laughs> early bird gets the worm, right? I know. I love that. Um, so. so there we go. So listeners, thank you for tuning in. Um, again, if you want to know more about Shannon. Um, Go to her, her website, birdalamode.com. She's on Instagram as well, which is, uh, what's their, you know, it's, is it Bird Alamode on the? Yep. As well. Yep, yeah. at Bird Alamode. Yep, go check her out. And she really um, has a really dedicated uh, following and you're doing great things with that. You truly are an influencer because you do practice what you preach about family, goodness, wholeness. That's I, I try. That. I try yeah. to like, if it's not really 
me, then I don't really try to post it. Yeah. yeah. Well, listeners, thank you so much. If you would, please write a review in iTunes because the more reviews we get, um, the more uh, it's going to help the entire show. So please uh, click the link in my uh, Instagram bio as well. And uh, this will be posted soon. And I can't wait for people to hear this story, Shannon. <laughs> okay. So awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. You're the best. <laughs>